Hey guys, welcome to Raw Reality, a podcast brought to you by myself, Tori Story, and Fit with Lily. We are here to unpack everything health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset, bringing you lighthearted and deep conversations about our raw reality. Buckle up, bitches. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to Raw Reality, episode number 31. We've got a bit of a fun, juicy episode for you today, something different. Yeah, it's a bit, we've got like lots of variations today. We've got a bit of like deep conversations, lighthearted, funny stories, gym, health, fitness, friends, drama, boyfriends, all the things you can think about. We're going to dive all into it today. This is honestly one of my favorite episodes to listen to. So hopefully you guys are the same and can enjoy and take, um, take some things that we have said today. Yeah. And obviously, as always, take it with a grain of salt. We're not uh, relationship therapist we're not counselors <laughs> yeah. we're just giving you our two cents and that's that exactly just two two sisters help you out you know all right yeah. let's start with our r&r for the week yeah you go first all right um it's been a pretty good week so on the top of my list i went to my naturopath and um i can't remember did i fill in the podcast about going to hospital no oh right yeah 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 because it was your own episode so you spoke for like 20 minutes yeah right I did all right we're good we're good (laughs) anyway that all happened and I've been to the naturopath again I literally had the longest list of shit that I had to go through with her but Mm -hmm. as much as it was like a lot to take in for both of us it I kind of was like oh my god I don't know what I'm doing like am I doing too much am I not enough like I was just freaking out as Lily would know and (laughs) yeah I kind of sat with it like I just had some time to myself and I was like everything that we've put in place moving forward sounds really really good and sounds like which I knew anyway but just every time I go it just was like a bit overwhelming but I do feel like I'm on the right path so pretty much what everything like is tying into is SIBO which is small intestine bacteria overgrowth which makes sense because on my stool test I had about seven different bacteria going on in my gut so wow I didn't know that Mm -hmm. so it makes a lot of sense and just with like every symptom like between PCOS IBS fucking whatever else I've got going on like it just (laughs) all comes under SIBO as well so that's just kind of yeah how we're dealing with it how we're looking at it um we're going pretty hard and I'm going because I just feel like and I spoke about this with Lil like it's one thing to go all in and then you know go down the path of binge eating and like creating like as much as I'm doing fixing one thing I'm almost creating another thing yeah but I do definitely feel like I've got you know really good support and I've I know enough to not let that happen and it's like okay if I'm fucking craving a piece of chocolate and it's been two weeks I'm gonna have it like yeah it's not gonna throw everything out of the drain but essentially what I'm doing in terms of nutrition is low FODMAP so there's a lot of things that I'm currently having that I will be cutting out um and luckily it's not too much because I am quite a plain eater I'm because of like my gut so it's just a few extra things that I have have to cut out and just play with some um recipes and stuff which will be cool and fun um but yeah and that's the thing you never know until you try so like there's literally no harm in trying this if it works incredible if it doesn't you're still in the exact exact same position where you started and now Mm -hmm. you know what doesn't work so technically you're not really losing anything from this so I think it's like a good idea to try it see if it works and fingers crossed it does and this is like what pinpoints it all yeah, exactly right. So 
we're just gonna we're going ham until Europe and then we'll retest everything again after Europe and see where it's all at and what is going on but other than that we're, we're high vibes we're good energy I do have one recommendation though Ooh, it okay. is the um, ice face roller I bought mine from Amazon oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to, I was using ice and would be freezing off my fingers every morning. Got the ice roller and I literally would just, every time I get ice out of the freezer, I just hold it on my face because it just feels so good. It does. But yeah, I just, I got it from Amazon and it's so, so good. So that's Okay, so do you literally little... just type in ice roller on Amazon? Yeah. Maybe I want to invest in something like that because I know how good that feels. Especially yeah. if you wake up puffy in your face yeah. and you just like your sleep, you know, if you and had a just... really good sleep, you feel like puffy. So yeah. it's like rolling that on to like wake you up a little. Yeah, wakes you up. It's good for inflammation, puffiness, redness, and it feels great. Yeah. Amazing. I love so that. that. Yeah. Um, on the back of recommendations, I just thought of one. I've been starting to use an eyelash serum. I have really oh, small, yes. thin eyelashes and I think it's already been helping. I've missed like a week because I forgot to bring it with me, but yeah. I got mine from Priceline, just the brand The Ordinary, and it's a lash and brow serum that you put on every morning and night. And it's really good. Like I love it. It's so easy. Um, my sister uses Lash Fridays and it's worked an insane amount. I was going to get that one, but you have to buy it online. And I was in Priceline. I was like, oh, I'll just grab this one. Mm. But Lash Fridays is also incredible. Like she had extensions pretty much for like three years straight, ruined her eyelashes. And now yeah. they nearly touch her eyebrows. Like it's insane. She's been using wow. it for months now, but definitely get on an eyelash serum. They're very yes. under, I do, yeah, underrated. I do have really long eyelashes and quite thick. I was about to say, if you use it, they will like <laughs> look like you have fakes on. <laughs> I would like to try it, so we'll see yeah yeah okay so my r for this week is i went to melbourne for a few days and i surprised my dad for his 60th um so that was really really exciting i left on monday morning the time difference seriously throws you out of whack like the mm-hmm. whole monday i was basically time like time traveling on i left at 9 a.m and i didn't land till 3 45 so like it just because you lose time and it's like a big flight so it's just shit. like it's a whole day yeah so he had no idea i was coming which was even better i thought maybe he had a small inkling but literally no idea I got home before him and we have like a pool and I was like sitting on the floaty had like balloons and everything um and when he got home mum told him to like go outside because like my auntie was there and we did that and then he went straight upstairs instead and he looked down because in his bedroom he can overlook the pool and he saw me and I was like damn it I wanted him to come outside but he was like standing there for a good solid 30 seconds peeking through the window and he couldn't figure out he's like who's this blonde girl that like looks like Lily in the pool because he thought it maybe was Alice's friend and he's like oh my god it's Lily you screamed Lily and then ran downstairs and jumped in the pool and it was very very sweet so that was was really nice such a good reaction I know if you want to see the reaction go on my tiktok and I have it on there it's it was very, so nice. It's worth it. <laughs> go right now. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right now. Pause this and go. Um, so that was really good. And then I kind of basically just spent pretty much Tuesday, Wednesday with them. We had his birthday dinner on the Wednesday night, and I flew home yesterday. Um, so that was all good and well. It's also like just goes to show. Like I, I know my mum listens to this, so I love being home, mum. I promise you, I love <laughs> you. But it just goes to show that like one that chapter has closed, and I'm like now in my new one. It was kind of like that realization that home is always going to be there nothing has changed I just didn't feel inspired motivated or anything there like even just like simply posting Instagram stories I just like didn't have it in me I was like I just don't feel creation or whatever there Mm -hmm. so like coming back here I'm already have that spark back like my glow back in me so it just goes to show that like your home will always be there and you've got to go do these uncomfortable things and move and grow and all those things so 
that was like kind of a good thing to recognize as well going home but I have a really close connection with my family too so that was really good um yeah I my flight like, sorry no sorry. I was just gonna say like you moved you know you were at home then you moved to Adelaide then you moved back home mm. so it's like now you've moved again like I don't think you could ever go back go home back home again. <laughs> no no I think it was like really that realization was like sorry but I'm done like yeah. I'm out of here yeah. yeah um my flight home, I had like this really like nice couple next to me. They were older. They were traveling and everything. She started talking. This is like so random, but I'm going to say it anyway. So she started talking to me about 9-11 while oh we were flying on the plane. You're like, the worst person me. to talk to that about. I know. I know. I am so much better at flying though. I will give that to like myself. Like I don't really get a scare. Like sometimes I get a bit uncomfortable, but definitely like domestic flights. I'm pretty much fine now. But, like, yeah. can you not do that, please? Please. Oh like, because I'm not very good at flying, like, internationally, like, domestically overseas. But within Australia, I feel really comfortable. So You're I was okay. But I was like, so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tori messaged me. She's like, thoughts on flying Malaysian Airlines? And I was like, no. I will pay five grand if I have to. I'm not flying them. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Yeah, so that was so random and out of the blue. Like, she did not stop talking the whole entire time, but she was very sweet. Was she talking to you? Yeah. Yeah, to me, like to me, because we're talking about traveling and she was like, oh yeah, I was in Egypt and that's when 9-11 happened and all this stuff. And then she just, because she's in like emergency response and stuff. So anyways, that was a whole, whole experience in itself. So anyways, random, but that was that. Now we're back, we're thriving and hopefully I have a chill weekend. Jordy has his first practice match tomorrow, like proper practice versus another team. So that's really exciting. Um, And then yeah, chill weekend, hopefully. Love that. All right, we're going to move into our questions now. So we've literally just screenshotted every, like all the anonymous questions and we're just going to move through it one by one and just see. We've not really, like we've kind of looked at them, but I haven't thought about anything. We haven't like gone over them. We're just going to say what comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our very first question. So these ones we're um, doing all first, like from our anonymous link. So our very first question is your biggest red flag in a boy. I think... I, I think no <laughs> um mine is when they don't shave their legs oh you always say that yep yeah I do there was one the other day and I can't think about it it's so hard to think of them when you're not like seeing something or like unless I you agree. just have like one major or if you're like ache. dating in a like we're not dating we're like in a relationship like a very happy relationship oh, wait, it says red flags it's not x my bad yeah but like you know what i mean so i feel like if you're dating on the dating scene it's kind of like oh that's a red flag i'm out but because we haven't really gone through that like proper dating scene mm, in our 20s it's kind of like i don't really know but i can kind of like give my overall one is like hygiene if a guy isn't up with their hygiene, oh, yeah. brushing their teeth, having showers, shaving, putting off to shave on, all those things, I think that is the biggest red flag because it goes to show that they don't look after themselves, which then translate yeah. into other areas of their life and then they just don't look after like, I don't know, their house, their belongings, all the things. Like it just leaks into everything else. So I just think a biggest red flag is a guy if they don't look like hygiene, basic hygiene even. Like I'm not asking for much here. Yeah, 100%. I think mine is like their drive and their passion like to mm. achieve their goals and like just being motivated and disciplined which is Jackson to a T so like yeah. I'm sweet but I think I think that's a green flag for you <laughs> yeah big one yeah um yeah I think it's just like if you're not like motivated about life or just mm. passionate about life in general and like obviously health and fitness like if you're not into that then that's my red flag and then yeah, there's obviously so many we could go into in terms of like talking to other girls and like liking their photos mm. like all of that but like we're past yeah. that 
Come yeah, on, girls. We're like, over you that. know your worth. You know your value. Yeah. We don't have to talk about these teeny little bit of red flags. Like if they're not giving you what you want to the high standards and boundaries you should be holding yourself to, then yeah. see ya. I think that also comes in maturity because I think that like, not that I'm going to, but let's say I was on the dating scene again. I think that my like patience and my tolerance would be like zero. Mm-hmm. Like if you do one thing that is not in- aligned with me, you're out. I'm sorry. Yeah. See you later. Like I don't have time for that. Whereas like maybe used to, I'd probably be like, that's fine because you've got this. That's fine because you're doing this to me. Like, no, no, no. You're yeah. doing everything. Like we want level 100. So don't settle. Don't have like low expectations. Just they need to tick all your boxes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, question number two. I have a good one for this. The worst trouble you got into as a kid? I think. You go first then. Mine was not, I like, okay, this is the biggest one that I can remember. I keyed my mom's car. Oh, Tori! (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I actually, like, I don't remember doing, like, I don't have the memory of doing it, but I know I did it. Yeah. So I don't know what, we were in, like, my um, family home, like, back in um, Victoria, and... I don't know what possessed me, but I grabbed my mom's keys and I wrote my name on the side of her car. Oh, and my gosh. tried to say it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Does she know to this day? No, actually, do you know what it said? It was like, it was very, very, like, hard to read. But it was like, this is what my mom says. Who knows? But it was like, Tori has a boyfriend. Oh, like, that's my. Where, like, that's so long. So, luckily, my mom was, like, really good friends with a panel beater and he... <sighs> fixed it up for us but okay so did you know it was you because you literally wrote your name well yeah it had to be. <laughs> far out okay I did not know that. I don't remember doing it though but yeah. I wasn't like I think I was maybe probably it was before we moved back to Melbourne so I would have been five or six okay so you're young young yeah yeah right right you didn't really know consequences then no but you're learning anyway that's so funny <laughs> that's okay. pretty much it I yeah. reckon mine is like this is probably like the most rebellious thing I've done. And also like, I don't remember getting as much in trouble about it, but I'm sure I absolutely did. Um, I know that my parent and so my friend's parents got um, really angry at us as well. So I don't actually think my mom knows this story. So this is going to be fantastic. Well, she knows oh one gosh. side of the story. She doesn't know the actual story. So we were like, I had me and my two friends over. I don't know what year we're in. I'm going to say you 10 nine or ten and we're in my room and my two friends really wanted to get drunk as you do and I was like I I am like the biggest like golden child like I get so scared with things like that yeah so like I don't even like cross the street without the traffic lights type vibe guys could Um, you imagine us in Europe I'm the biggest like daredevil spontaneous like (laughs) person and Lily's like goody two shoes like no can't do that literally you'd probably like like try and get into a club like the back, back way and i'll line up for three hours out the front by myself like yep. and just... then i'll be in there for the three hours yeah. that you're waiting like partying literally yeah <laughs> great taylor and i will be lined up and you and riley will be in there dancing absolutely that's the dynamics of our europe trip you guys yeah. just wait yeah um okay so basically it was like me and my two friends in the room they one of them bought alcohol Mm-hmm. And they bought a bottle of vodka and her mum found the receipt or something, found the transaction. And she was like, I know that you bought vodka. I know that you have it with you right now. My parents were out at this time and she was said that you have to message Lily's parents to tell them that you have it or else mm-hmm. I'm going to like call them myself. They need to confiscate it from you. So anyway, I think I ended up messaging my mom and dad and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, this is what's happened. We haven't drank anything, blah, blah, blah. 
they mm-hmm. came, they took it away from us. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think like this was years ago, kind of a bit blurry. Mm. Took it away from us. They came home, went to bed and we raided the cupboard, <laughs> poured the, um, poured a bottle of vodka like into our cups in our room and they, and we poured water back into the bottle oh. of vodka <laughs> and put it back into the cupboard. So they didn't actually know that like we had stolen anything back at this point. They drank it, like we all drank it in the room. I didn't drink much because I was freaking out. And then they were like, let's go, like, let's leave your house. My, at this time in our old house, my room was at the very back of the house. So it would have to, my, my parents' room at the very front. So I had to go through there like past their room to like leave and I was like no I'm staying in my room I'm not going anywhere anyways we took off the fly wire of my window they got out of like the of my window but I don't think we left the house because my friend started vomiting so mm. bad that she was like so drunk because she had like sculled pretty much vodka at this point and she yeah. was so so sick so anyways we just said that she had food poisoning and her mom had to come pick her up but I don't know if like that was like that's all I remember. So mm. that was like probably the most rebellious thing I've done. My mum had to confiscate my alcohol and all those things. But yeah, so I'm pretty sure her mum would have known that she was very was that, drunk and actually. Yeah. Was that the first time you drank? That was, nah, I got, I drank. The very first time I drank was a, the most worst experience of my life. And I ended up calling my parents and because I told them, they didn't ground me. I don't ask me you how. you did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. I Anyways, that was. I can't remember my first time. I think. To be honest, it was probably at a family event. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You also, like, don't remember... Like, you don't realise how much alcohol, like, takes a while to hit you. And that was, like, mm. my very first time. I'm like, this isn't hitting me. This isn't hitting me. So I kept drinking. But and all as of a sudden, every teenager it hit does. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was, like, not ideal. Yeah. Um. Third question is gross. Can we skip to number four, please? And thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to go back on it. Sorry, fam. Okay. One, two, three... Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, this is a serious one. So, yeah, I'm rec- serious. Yeah, on. serious vibes. I'm recovering from anorexia. My mum thinks I sit at a cafe when I say I'm going down the street, but I actually go for a walk for two hours. Do I tell her? Absolutely. Yeah. This is like a really serious note. And especially if you're trying to recover from um, anorexia, it's really important that you are so open and transparent with your family as much as it can be hard and you feel like they're you're not going to get in trouble. They're not going to judge you in any type of way. They honestly just want the best for you. And I think by being as honest as you can, they can help you work, work through it. And it's even just mm-hmm. like cutting that walk down from like two hours to one hour to 30 minutes. It doesn't mean that you have to go completely cold turkey. It's basically just like trying to help you get past this stage in your life yeah and it's like I feel like you know not that I've been through anorexia myself but I have been through depression and anxiety and working my way out of that sort Mm -hmm. of cycle and it's like if you look at it you know you've got someone who's never been to the gym before you're not going to send them to the gym on their own for two hours yeah right you're going to slowly like let's go to the gym you know with a coach for half an hour and just get your body moving and then it's the same I feel potentially as like uh, what's the word like rewinding yeah. or from like if you're recovering it's like you want to slowly pull back on the things that are happening excessively and it's something that you almost can't stop because of the mindset and I think in this instance whether it's anorexia mindset uh, sorry depression anxiety all those sorts of things like the best thing you can do is get help yeah absolutely like, absolutely it was the best thing that I ever did you know and every person that I've spoken to that's dealt with something as serious as one of these cases like the best thing they could do was speak to someone whether it's a friend family member, a, um, 
psychologist, whatever it is, like just speak up. Yeah, exactly. It just comes down to being open and honest, like we said before, and pushing through the hard times so you can look back and see how far you've come as well. So definitely mm-hmm. go speak to someone yeah. if that may not be your mom, a therapist, a friend, just like someone that can help you get past that initial stage as well. Yeah. And on that, our DMs are always open as well. Exactly. Yes. All right. Next up. Question number five. I'm in year 12 and I like this year 11 boy in my class. I want to tell him I like him, but it'll be super awkward if he doesn't feel the same way back. Oh, sis, you don't got time to worry about that. Yeah. Like if you like him, maybe don't just walk up to him randomly tell him, but like, have you tried talking to him Mm. or do you chat? Like, obviously, if you don't speak at all. Don't just walk up and like be like, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be awkward. Yeah. But I feel like if you slowly started to talk to them and maybe see if they flirted a little bit or like. Yeah. Get the vibes. the vibes. See, get, mm. get the vibes, get the judgment. Like if you are like, let's say talking, Snapchatting, whatever you do, like if he replies, like how he's talking to you, is it like in a friend, like just a friend banter way or is it actually like he's flirting with you as well? Like. Have you gone on dates yet? Like, if you know all those things. So you can kind of get a vibe before you maybe confess your love to mm. him as well. But also, you're going to be in the exact same position you are right now if you don't tell, like, if you do tell him and he says, oh, I don't feel the same way. So, like, what, you know, Correct. you literally have nothing to lose by saying this. Again, like we said, get the vibes first because you can kind of, like, mm. tell that and judge. Like, Or if he, you're, like, friends with his mates, like, yes. ask the boys. Yes. And, like, suss those, like, suss the friends. Especially at, like, a party. I feel like in high school, the parties mm. is a really good way to do it, too. Just, like, yeah. speak around, you know? But bottom line, definitely go tell him. All yeah. right. Next one. My best friend always makes jokes about how boys in relationships want her. Okay. And how she's always wanting slash trying to get with boys who have girlfriends. As someone in a long-term relationship, it makes me uncomfortable, but I don't know what to do or say. Oh, can you So, basically, her best friend. So, right now, like, I'm in a relationship and you're single and you're, yep. like, always telling to me, like, oh, every single guy who is in a relationship wants me. They all want me, like, blah, blah, blah. And you always want the guys in a relationship as well. So, basically, you're a home wrecker. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't know and she's in a comfortable long-term relationship so she feels really uncomfortable supporting her friend basically should she say something absolutely I think if you're good enough friends you should be able to have that open communication yeah definitely and it can be hard when you are a little bit younger as well obviously I have zero context and don't know how old you are yeah but I think when you're younger it can be more of like a awkward bridge to cross because like people are a little bit more snappy drama and all those things but basically yeah. like just start the friendship at that and just be like I don't really feel comfortable with this like maybe don't do that and you don't have to do it in like a really condescending toxic like not toxic sorry condescending um direct yeah. way you can just be like oh how about this guy and like try and direct her in a different way just like oh he's Mm. in a relationship I wouldn't speak to him but he's single over there you know so it's kind of like directing her away from them but definitely I think that is not okay yeah definitely trying to direct the conversation or if you're like close enough or you're willing to just like have the conversation and just you know letting her know this is coming from a place of love Mm. and you want to be able to support her but you just don't think that and obviously like this is going to be your opinion and she will probably have something to say but it has to come from a nice place and you wanting the best for her, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Again, we're always going to say, just speak up, tell everyone, speak your mind. Yep. It's honestly, like instead of beating around the bush, it gets straight to the point. Yeah. Okay, 100%. next up. Tips to embrace your natural skin in 
brackets, color, acne, bumps, spots. I'm very naturally pale and feel very insecure about it in today's society where having a tan is praised so highly. I can relate to this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm going to touch on the tan first. It definitely, Mm. like today's society, like if you have a tan, you're the hot thing. Like 100%. But like one of my good friends, Ali, like she's more pale Mm -hmm. and she used to tan all the time and she just got into this place where like she just will embrace her natural skin color and it's freaking gorgeous. Like she rocks it. It looks amazing. She doesn't put the pressure on having to be tanned to look a certain way or to you know you also don't certain people's look at her and think oh you didn't fake tan you know it's all in your mind yeah like i just look as at ali as ali you know like it's not anything else it doesn't go deeper than that that's all in your mind in the end and i also think like touching on that our society is very very slowly starting to shift back again because of the education Mm. around um skin cancer and all those things and like literally since like don't get me wrong i love being tan there's no denying that at all like i will definitely bake in the sun because that's what i like basically but and if we can't do that we will definitely fake tan. yeah exactly right so i'm definitely like not one to say like i've been there because i'm still in the process of that but listening to keep it cleaners podcast well i saw the short of it and then beck stewart posted it um and all those types of girls and it kind of like took me back for a second and I was like that is so true like you don't really sometimes realize the consequences of your actions right now to feel good and what the repercussions can be later on so I think like with more education around it as well I think our society is going to like startly slightly shift back hopefully Mm. but I can understand how hard it is especially in like Aussie summer especially if you're on the coast goddamn yeah yeah definitely yeah. Um, and then in terms of like skin with acne and, and stuff, I think it definitely all comes down to the work you've done on yourself and like your self-confidence and how happy you are within yourself. Like I think if I look at my journey, like when my acne was really bad back a few years ago, it was it ruined my life because mm. I let it I let it take over everything. I let it determine how I felt, determine what I did because I wasn't happy in the person who I was. Whereas now like sure breakouts still piss me off it still makes me upset you know it's still frustrating and I still think about it but I don't let it stop me from doing the things that I want to do or show up as who I am because I'm so confident in myself exactly that's what it comes down to being confident in yourself and Mm. like basically faking it till you make it like if you act like you're confident you slowly start to become confident and that's the thing like the thing that I always try and remind myself is when I look at my friend when I look at someone on the street I don't look at how pale they are what their skin's like if they're tanned all those different Mm -hmm. things you just look at them for them like even like if someone like let's say one of my friends like talking to me like oh my god I feel so bloated oh my god I've gained weight I would not even notice because like I just look at her as my friend and her personality and like our connection together. I don't look deeper than that. So sometimes you've got to remember mm-hmm. you are your harshest critic and to let go of all of that and just rock it. Like just rock it, you know, mm-hmm. be you and be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Bam. All right. Boom. This is kind of like slightly similar. How do I, well, not really, but kind of touching the same topics, but I skip one because I just didn't. Oh, oh I you... liked the other oh, one. Oh, okay. She likes it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I know one. Oh, okay. Well, the question is, the worst advice you've ever given? You're up. Oh, wait. I thought it was the worst advice you've ever received. So okay, I'm let's do received. Let's question. do received. Yeah. 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 The worst advice you've ever received. I don't received. give bad advice. No, I'm kidding. 
um, I pride myself in my advice, but the yeah. worst advice I've ever received was I was at a Australian team training camp back in 2017 or 18. And one of the coaches told me and my training partner at the time that the goal we had set was too high because mm. Australia going into the world championships, you know, we've never podiumed, we've never finished on top or, or done overly well because, you know, Russia and America, they're just all so, so yeah. good. And so we had this goal of making the podium, making top three. And she was like, that's just unrealistic. This is your first world's as not even only the two of you, but your first words ever in your yeah. career. You don't know what to expect. You've never, you know, and we had competed overseas before, but not at world specifically. And so she kind of talked us down on this goal and we were like, okay, yeah, like she's totally right. Like that's too big. Like we're aiming too high and we're going <laughs> to upset ourselves essentially. So we changed our goal to just making finals. Yeah. So we get over to worlds. Everything was great doing our thing. And then our first routine, we fell, got back up, finished it off. Luckily, our second routine was really, really good. So we did make finals and we got through to give our third chance. Um, And in our finals routine, we held one skill short. So um, and when you go into finals, so say there was like 14 in our division, eight of us made finals. We Mm -hmm. made finals as number eight. So we just scraped in and you get a clean slate. So your scores go back to zero and you get a chance to fully like whip a good routine out. Yeah. So we had all chances at making podium. But I, but because we had switched that off completely, mm. once we got to finals, we were like, oh, we've made finals. Like we've achieved That's our, our goal. goal. Yep. So we went into finals, did our routine and we held one of our skills short. So, and that was like, that was it. pretty much it. Like we just knew straight away and we finished eighth overall. Yeah. And I was like, if we had just gone, no, we're going to aim for this fucking goal. Yeah. That's top three. We would have had a completely different mindset going into finals we probably would have trained a bit harder we would have practiced that skill we would have you know like there's so many things I know we would have done if we had have kept that goal where it was yeah 100% you start to check out once you have achieved a goal because it's kind of like oh well Mm -hmm. I did what I set out to do and then you mentally like check you out and you just kind of like fade away from that goal and being checked in and you just you just don't do it like it's the power of your mind is stupid like I don't think you understand how powerful the mind actually is so the second that Mm -hmm. you kind of like let it relax everything changes especially in a professional sport like that you have to be on 24 7 and by like that coach or whoever gave you that advice it just like goes to show that you got there and then you fell short like it's just horrible yeah Yeah, so and it was like after we had fallen it was like our whole world fell apart and all we were focusing on was getting back into that second routine and making finals so once Mm -hmm. we made finals it was like we're done yeah we've checked out yeah let's just get through the third and whatever happens happens yeah whereas if we hadn't have changed it it would have been like let's fucking show the world what we can do and get that medal Exactly. I actually don't know what the worst advice I've ever received is. Like, I'm sure there's been like Mm. times in my life. I kind of like had one and it was kind of like through like studying marketing and business and stuff. And I had someone tell me that like when I go into a corporate setting, I have to tone down like not. Okay. I get perceived sometimes as like being blonde and it's probably by my most hated thing it's definitely faded away now but I feel like in recent years that was kind of like my personality through school I was known as like being extremely book smart but common sense sense smart not it and I think I kind of I'm the opposite yeah and I think oh no I think you're the opposite but I think I started to believe that myself as well and so Mm -hmm. I had someone say to me like oh when you enter the corporate world you're gonna have to actually like pull it together and act 
your age essentially and like be like smarter and stuff and I was like okay why can't I be myself like from that moment on I was like what the hell so then I was like trying to pull back a little bit but now I have my own business and I'm fully myself and it's working a lot better than all those people Mm -hmm. so always follow your heart basically don't pull back love that yeah um next um next one is how do i stop seeking male validation i know my worth and i know i'm pretty but i still seek for male gaze and always end up being hurt in the end Mm. Mm. i guess that's kind of like what i was like was saying a bit similar before but it's just being confident in yourself and like you saying you know you're pretty and everything but that's external and i think this is more Mm. of an internal like thing you are trying to navigate through yeah, knowing you're pretty and knowing your worth are so different. Yeah, exactly. So I think you need to like hold yourself to a higher standard because being pretty is one thing, yes, but knowing your worth and being like so confident within yourself that you can actually be single for the rest of your life and you don't need no man is a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's just what it comes down I just, to. Yeah, literally. I think it just comes down to the inner work and it's like, you know, um, men are men they're gonna look yeah <laughs> I just think it's like why are you waiting for the validation of them to make you feel a certain way or to to give you that upper hand to know that every guy's looking at you like it just yeah. it shouldn't come from that it should come from yourself yeah I agree definitely it comes from deep within um yeah that was pretty easy because we kind of like talked about confidence and stuff before. Um, so this one's a little yeah. bit of a longer one, but part one. I'm not a huge party gal. My boyfriend's friendship group are big parties and they dislike me because of this. Two years later and I still can't find the balance and feel part of the group or avoid conflict due to this. My boyfriend const- constantly stands up for me, yet I still get picked on. And it's seriously affecting my confidence with all social settings now. Not sure how to be... I mean, I'm not sure how to build it back up p.s my boyfriend is amazing at helping and standing up for me when all these pals are being nasty and telling they hate me to my face that is horrible Mm, that is horrible yeah i look overall i'm glad that your boyfriend is standing up for you Mm. and he's amazing but is that the environment that you want to have around you and is that the friendships you want to entertain because to me absolutely not yeah and it's I do get that it's really hard when you're like you have a really good relationship with your boyfriend but Mm. if his friends respected him they would listen to him and right now they're not like I can't imagine if his friends respected you know him and you like they wouldn't care if you drank or not yeah you should be able to go to those settings sober still enjoy yourself have a good time and if you want to leave early leave early and they still carry on like it shouldn't affect them and the thing that is happening two years and i think now it comes to a mm. conversation that maybe you even speak to them when they're sober not when they're drunk because that's not going to work like maybe it's not mm. working coming from the friend because the friend doesn't want to uh, sorry your boyfriend because maybe your boyfriend doesn't want to cause conflict so it's more of like a oh don't say that and blow it off type thing like it needs to be mm. a really serious no and just be like i'm not entertaining this i feel really disrespected and hurt can you guys please stop saying this or else like i'm pretty much done with this friendship but like that's another thing too like whether you drink or not it doesn't change their night no like they're still getting wasted and going out who cares if you're drinking or not like when someone chooses not to drink it has nothing to do with anyone else but them yeah exactly and it doesn't change anyone else's night yeah so just carry on and stop picking on someone yeah that is horrible especially that they're like a group of boys like why do they care if like one girl doesn't drink like it doesn't make any sense mm. like it's like they're so jealous that you can, healthy yeah like it's like they're jealous that you can control yourself and they can't and you're saving money yeah. and they're not like that's it just, would definitely come down to insecurities yeah definitely yeah 
Oh, right. Beautiful. Next one. Hope that helps. Yeah. Next one. I keep comparing myself to others and feel so jealous when it comes to my partner and other people. Help. So is she meaning like his partner with other people or like... I keep comparing myself to others and I feel so jealous when it comes to my partner. Okay. So I think that... Oh, I think maybe that she is like comparing herself to a lot of people and it's kind of like, well, why is my partner with me when he can be with all these Mm. other pretty girls essentially? Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, same. Literally same. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think like it's, yeah, like I know exactly what you're going to say. It's going to come down to your Mm -hmm. own confidence. And like for me to use myself as an example, like Jackson was or is a PT Mm. and like him and I met on TikTok and out of all like you know like it's no lie that he trained you know fit girls that are attractive like whatever but I'm like in when I first moved I was like why has he chosen me all the way from Melbourne Mm. who is absolutely not thriving like my acne was at its worst my weight was not great like I was not in a good headspace or place at all in my life I'm like why has this kid chosen me when he's got all these girls to choose from Mm. as a PT or you know, he's a footy player, blah, blah, blah. But it's only because I wasn't in a good place in myself. And now I'm like, yeah, he's mine. I'm his. And that's the story. Like, mm. you know, if he slipped up or if I slipped up, like we know our boundaries, you know, we know our standards, but we hold each other to high standards. And it's like, if something happens, that's on that person. Yeah. But we're both so confident in ourselves that we're happy with each other. Yeah. I think that comes down to maturing in a relationship as well. And like, I think my first three years of my relationship, I was really struggling with that as well. And then now, because I like know my worth, I know what like I'm doing in my life and like I have a passion and all those things, confident within myself that like, let's say we did go our separate ways and I would still be very confident in myself and still very happy. Yeah. So it's kind of like not being codependent and that's where also where it comes mm. from. And I think that helps you move on from feeling jealous 24 seven from like checking who they're following, checking who they're liking on Instagram. Like that shift in my mindset, like I used to check who my partner followed like probably three times a day to see if his follower count mm-hmm. went up because I was like, oh, who made me follow this girl and she's going to be better at me than this. And he wants her, not me. And now I don't remember the last time like I've done that because I just Mm -hmm. don't even think about that anymore because I'm very happy and content in the relationship and I know that that's not where it's going to skew so I think maybe also like you just got to build trust as well and I think that's where it comes from Mm. yeah yeah 100% okay how to get over the fear of eating more in order to get leaner through building muscle this yeah yeah. eat all the food yeah literally (laughs) and it's crazy because when you think about it like let's say your calories are super low and you're just really struggling to like build muscle hold like hold a toned body if you want to call it that and you need to eat more to feel better about yourself and like it sounds psychotic and it doesn't make sense but the science behind it is insane and reverse dieting back Mm -hmm. up building up your calories i promise you your body is going to thrive because at lower calories your body is holding on to everything that it gets in right and that's the thing that you kind of got to remember like my your body goes into starvation mode so if you're feeding it it's holding on to it it's not using it fight or flight yeah literally it's in that fight or flight response your cortisol is so entirely high and your body is under so much stress so the second that you like your body starts to trust you you can eat more and all the things and it knows when it's going to get consistent food it's going to be able to use that to grow muscle to use as energy throughout the day rather than store it and that is like the biggest switch that flipped in my mind that eating more doesn't necessarily mean you're going to gain weight like that is like the bottom Mm -hmm. line of it Mm. it was i've done it reverse dieting and it was the scariest thing i've done because my whole life my mindset was 
and it's what you know we were grown up to to learn is mm. that you eat less you lose weight yeah simple yeah don't you know that yeah like <laughs> that was that was the whole like and it still is like it's mm. not out there enough yet like it definitely has improved but you know that's all I knew so when I moved to Adelaide and Jackson's like right we're gonna revise di- re- reverse <laughs> diet I was like the fuck you're telling me I need to eat more yeah. and do less and like <laughs> train less and everything and like it I just couldn't believe the results yeah like it's interesting. And you like you need like food is your fuel. Yeah. So you've got to feel your body and able to work out in order to burn, in order to function mm-hmm. properly between brain function and physically. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you actually learn and take the time to learn and, and trial is when you'll see results. Yeah. It also comes down to trusting the process because at the very start, when you mm-hmm. try and increase your calories, maybe your body is going to be like, oh, still going to store it because it's still in that fight or flight mode. So your weight might dramatically go up suddenly. You might hold on to a lot of water. It does not mean that you have gained body fat. It's just what happens with the body responses. And then after probably two or three weeks, your body goes back to being level. It's trusting you. Your metabolism's kicking in and then you use your food for fuel. So you've got to remember it doesn't happen overnight. You need to be patient you need to be consistent as well and then that is when your results will show yep yeah boom uh this one you can answer because right. i've not taken it does creatine <laughs> actually help with building muscle slash strength yes if you have all the basics down pat if you have mm. if your nutrition is not in check if you don't train hard if you're skipping your steps you're not having enough water creatine is going to do nothing because you don't even have the basics it's down not pat. a superpower no it's literally not going to grow you muscles <laughs> it's not a magic pill or steroids right it's literally <laughs> like a supplement that you eat in like red meat and food throughout the day anyways and it's just having more of that so basically what it does is it does help in building lean muscle and also does help in recovery right in between sets so you feel like you can um, get a little bit stronger or like a little bit more powerful in between the sets honestly you probably don't know the difference it's that minute but when you have everything mm-hmm. perfect those small tiny little things do help in the long run so overall yeah creatine is probably the best supplement to have if you are in the gym trying to grow muscle and you have everything down pat um so yes it does bam yeah. all right bam the next one run to the next set of screenshots um we've kind of done the first go. one do you want to get a second yes yeah. yes correct yeah. yeah how to stop self-sabotaging your nutrition and actually eat healthy foods Ooh. Uh, <laughs> darling how i feel about this question <laughs> <laughs> i if how do i word this um kind of nicely it's coming from a place of love <laughs> it's coming from a place of love but if you want to help yourself like you need to do the work. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly like, oh my God, I'm so far. Oh my God. And look, I'm not to say I'm perfect. Like I do this shit all the time and it's <laughs> something I work on, but I know I do it, yeah. right? So in terms of skin, right? The other um, well, the other week I had a protein powder that doesn't agree with me mm-hmm. and I had a little bit of extra chocolate. Oh my God, my skin's breaking out. Like, but I know what it is. Yeah. Like I chose to do it with knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. But if you're constantly doing this cycle and sitting there being like this is what you know I'm gaining weight or my skin's breaking out or I'm not seeing any progress if you're not willing to help yourself nothing's going to change yeah exactly you said a oh oh no she's here I thought it was frozen you're just standing really still oh. <laughs> um sorry <laughs> I was like staring at you <laughs> yeah you put something really good on your story the other day and I was like whoa I love that it was basically something was about- it a quote or was it your when fu- I was in the water your future self being your future person now 
what was it? Yeah, let me, I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm getting because it. that I was like, <laughs> is so true. Because to my clients, I always speak about showing up as your future self. But that was like one sentence that really put it all into perspective. And it's basically like, we always want all these things. It's like, oh, how do I stop doing this to like, because we always want like, you know what? Okay, yep, she's ready. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your future self is your current self. So look at who you are now. You are the result of past you. So every choice that you've made, every action you've taken. Wow, I've got spelling mistakes. Um, Every decision that you've made has put you to where you are and it's made you who you've become, right? It makes sense. Yes. So moving forward, all the actions that you take and the thoughts that you have now will determine who you're going to be in a tomorrow, in a week, Mm -hmm. a month, a year and so on. So it's the shit that you're doing now that's going to determine who you are. Yeah. It's like literally you have all these goals and dreams and you're doing nothing about it. You're not acting upon it. You're just hoping and dreaming. You're not actually showing up as that person that you want to be. So it's literally like starting this second, show up as her and just do the goddamn thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Stop making excuses. Like yeah. it's simple. Yeah. And healthy foods are fucking yum. Yeah. You can make it good too. It doesn't have to be chicken yeah. or rice for every meal and broccoli. No, mm. absolutely not. But that's good too. Yeah. That is good too. <laughs> <laughs> Balance. Um, um all right what hair products do you both use you both have such nice hair p.s i love tori's new hair thanks tell me more (laughs) (laughs) yeah i told you we're getting a mix of everything today guys we're getting all the juice from us um i go so i literally kind of basically just use it's i get it from the hairdressers um it's called it's k-e-n something it's like keens keens there's a u in it wow this is not gonna help me my case um, it's like tunes or something and it's really good. It's what the hairdressers use in my hair in the sink um, and I love it. But yep. because I really botched the name, you're never going to find out what it actually is. <laughs> so if we find it, we'll post it for yeah. you. But <laughs> um, I use Virtue, which is mm-hmm. amazing. I use the, um, uh, what's it called? I've got the healing hair oil and the hair mask. And then I've got the, oh my God, I forgot what it's called. It's in the blue bottles. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's like protection, but that's not the word. Okay. Anyway, it's in the blue bottles, <laughs> shampoo and conditioner, and they smell incredible. Yeah, I have actually smelled some. But you have such good products. Yeah. Oh my God, they had a sale the other day. It was buy one, get a travel size for free. Oh. And I had it all in my car and I didn't do it. Silly. It was going to be perfect for Europe. Silly. So I've, I've got to do it that now. It happens, yeah. Me, I also yeah. use um, argan oil in my hair, like literally just like one from Coles or something. And I always put it in my hair wet oh, yeah. and I find that works really well too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super simple. Oh, this is for me. Lily, one for you. Why did Lily stop doing cheer? Basically because it was taking up my whole entire life and like I'd close that chapter. Like that was just like the bottom mm. of line of it. Like Period. I, yeah, I loved it and it was the best thing I've ever done. I did, like I finished in April 2016 was like my first retirement um, and I finished after Worlds. So I could basically had the whole of year 12 studying, going to parties and all the things because I wanted to experience that my whole life. I literally never, because we trained twice on a Sunday, it was like you could never go out on a Saturday. So I wanted to experience my like year 12 life, to be honest with you. And then it got to the next year and I went back for a year because I was like, oh, I miss it so much. I had like probably six to eight months off, went back and that like I showed up every training. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I tried out for Worlds. I got in, I was training for the Worlds team to go for like the third time. And I pulled out a few weeks in because I was like, you know what? I My passion isn't here. I'm just showing up now. I'm not loving all the trainings. I'm not dr- like excited to go. And that's when I knew that enough was enough. And I like had 
like mm. I wanted my energy to go somewhere else. So that was kind of like why I stopped doing it. But I freaking loved it at that time. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, how to deal with close friends who don't understand your gym goals, friends who don't understand counting calories, training hard and taking selfies. Taking et selfies. <laughs> we always take selfies. Um, get new friends. <laughs> it's not that hard now. No, but okay. On a serious note, I think you know and I had this conversation with a client this morning you are going to constantly pivot in your life and if you're not you're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. but you're going to constantly grow you're going to constantly pivot and it's just about assessing I guess where you are and who your friends are and what your environment is looking like and if you're going down you know the route of health fitness gyms tracking training like all of that and your friends are more let's say at uni and just they go on their weekly walks they do their uni their hard focus study that's so fine but you also need to find those friends that are going to help you and assist you and motivate you in the path that you're taking yeah and it's just probably about reaching out finding some new friends in that kind of industry Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to cut those friends off if you don't want to but they're just not there for you in that kind of path that you're about exactly. to Exactly. You can have multiple groups of friends. You don't have to have one specific group. I have like multiple groups. Like one of my friendship groups, they don't go to the gym. They don't track calories. They like like to go out and drink and all those things and have a good time. Then I have another group who like is intense in the gym, like prep people, right? Like that compete. And then I have another group that's a really good balance of both. So it's really just mm-hmm. finding those friends in multiple different areas. Um, and doesn't necessarily, like Tori said, you don't have to cut them off. It just means you can grow in other areas as well like Tori and I only became friends in the end of 2020 I believe I think it was the end Uh, towards the end yeah Yeah. towards the end of 2020 so like we've only been friends for what the past two or so years so our friendship Mm -hmm. has just grown and flourished then and that is like the past two years is when I have really found all those types of friends because I put myself out there as well so it's making sure you do put yourself out there and create new friendships and even the way that like our friendship has developed like Mm. You know the conversations we have now compared to the conversations we had back then like mm-hmm. we've developed as people and our friendship has developed as well which also will lead into our next question which is yeah. how and where exactly to make new friends in your 20s all the advice please i find the biggest thing obviously for tori and i because we're both in it is social media but also going yeah. to like events and stuff like that like if you love the gym and you love like all those types of health and wellness people it's like going to those pilates events on the weekend going to like a coffee like thing like there's so many things that brands actually do you don't have to be an influencer at all you don't have to like half of them are free just to like promote their brand and you can go like breath work mm-hmm. and stuff of the weekend like what's the one that always happens in yeah, Queensland? There's, um there's like the salty sips in adelaide yep. there's mine park on a wednesday morning in queensland yeah there was another one the other morning there's cold nips called. there's cold nips like there's so many out there now if that's the industry that you know you're in mm-hmm. and it's like usually a swim coffee breath work literally just connecting with people and it's like you like literally just get up and go like put yourself out there and like that's honestly the biggest thing that I would say is like help to help you make friends and mm. um, group fitness as well. Yes, that's a big group one. This is great. Yeah, yeah, that is a big one. Um, I've lost my. Okay, you're up. Wait, no, I am up. Book recommend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Book recommend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number one book recommendation would be Heartstrong mm-hmm. by Elodie Pulin. Yep. I've talked about it. You guys know I loved it. Lots of tears, lots of laughter. An amazing book. Yeah. Um, 
The one I'm currently reading is The Neuroscience of Self-Love by... Alex... Alexis Fernandez. Yeah. <laughs> um, freaking love her and her podcast. Um, but the book is incredible. It is... It's short chapters. <laughs> it's like kind of big writing. Love that. It's not too much, but it, she fucking nails it. Yeah. Let me tell short you. Short and sweet. Like I've got highlights in wow. every page. Okay. It's so good. It just yeah. hits the spot. Yeah. And... They're the only books I've read. Yeah, <laughs> completely different to Tori. Mine are very. Oh, we always do this. Don't know if it's nonfiction, fiction, whatever. Um, it's mm-hmm. romance ones and Colleen Hoover. Like so basic white girl, but it's so good. Yeah. My favorite is Verity by far. Nearly finished Confess and It Ends with Us. They're my three favorites. Easy. Yeah. Next, but I wouldn't say we're massive book girls. No, I'm still trying to do Just one a month. And then. I'm half a yeah. book behind currently. So. When you, mm-hmm. We're getting there. It's okay. I'm going to catch up. Yeah. We've got a lot of plane flights yeah. coming up in Europe. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, the next one we kind of already touched on, tips to stay disciplined during a deficit phase. Literally, if you want it bad enough, you will find a way. It's pretty kind of what we spoke mm. about before. Yeah. And again, like always coming back to your why. Like for me right now, like I am in a deficit slightly, but my why is to just get my health on track. Mm. And every time I see Jackson eating his chocolate at night, I'm like, it's okay because I'm doing this so I can enjoy that for the rest of my life. So it's, as I said to Lily yesterday, short-term pain, long-term gain. I'm doing this to heal my health. You are in your, you know, phases of Mm -hmm. building to be big and better for the next comp season. Like we have such strong whys and it's just making sure you've always got that in the back of your head. Exactly. Always. Okay. I want to kind of quickly go through this and skip a few because I want to read the um, ones that we got sent through our Instagram because I think that girls... Oh my God. 53 minutes already. I know. That's why. So I want to do one more of these. I want to do the juicy, funny one and then go to the Instagram ones. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go for it. This one is, I used to have a sugar daddy when I was single and I've never told my boyfriend of four years and I'm still worried he'll find out about it someday. Girl. Also... How much did you get paid from this sugar daddy? I want to know. Yeah, I would love to know. <laughs> and like, where do you find I this? Think, How does it work? Yeah. Send us more information here. Does he pay the bills? Yeah. Um, I think like if obviously it was happened before your boyfriend, it's in the past, like, not, like nothing you can do is going to change it. Mm-hmm. So like if he gets pissed about it, it's like that's a him problem because you're not still to, you're not, unless you do, but like I'm we're assuming you don't have the sugar daddy anymore, yeah. but you know, it's in the past. Like, it's probably just something you're going to look back and laugh on now. Yeah. And I don't know if he takes that as, like, whatever. Like, that's on him. Yeah, exactly. It's you, I'm, It sounded like you not doing it at, in, during the relationship at all. Like, literally, as soon as you started dating, it sounded like you kind of cut that off. So, it's in the past. Mm. It's, like, basically, like, who you've slept with nearly. Like, why does your boyfriend need it? Like, why does your current partner need to know? Like, right, you're with them yeah. now and all those things. So, honestly, I don't think he'll ever find out, like, and if he does, cool. Just be like, oh, I wasn't hiding from you. I just was one of those things in my life that just never came up in conversation because who the fuck talks about yeah, sugar daddy? Yeah, just casually bring it up yeah. once and be like, oh my God, yeah, one time. Yeah, literally like so lighthearted. That's the way, like don't sit him yeah. down and be like, look, I have something to tell you. I had a sugar, like that's yeah, just, don't do that. no, we don't need to do that. Lighthearted or just don't tell him, you know? Like it's yeah, one of those things. Mm. Okay, let's get to more of the serious ones. I think, I think there's a few. Oh God, there is a few. I've got the first one. Yeah. So, hi girls, love the podcast and need your help. That's what we're here for. I'm almost 19 and have moved away from home. Slay girlfriend. 
Um, for the first year of uni, I've made new friends but haven't really gotten super close with anyone because I don't like to go out. I prioritize my health and fitness and my studies, so I'm struggling to build good connections with people who aren't like-minded and miss out on so many opportunities to bond because I like to stay on top of my studies and I'm not a big drinker. Am I making the wrong decision in prioritizing my fitness career and goals? I eat balanced prioritizing protein. I train hard, have big goals in the fitness and career aspects and do not want to give up working on myself. Will I eventually find my people or should I change it? Do not change it. Yeah. I can't finish it off because I'm like, what? Don't, why are you even thinking that? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Like, see, the thing that I'm understanding here is right now you might feel like quite lonely because you don't have like yeah. a group of people. So it's like. And you've just moved. Yeah. And you've just moved and it's kind of feel isolated and you feel like no one else is like you. But I promise you, keep doing you and you will attract those types of people. Now, though, you mm. can't keep doing those things and not put yourself out there. Right. Because you can like keep like studying hard. You can still prioritize all your goals and all these things while making friends who aligned with your goals. So it doesn't necessarily mean stop making like all connections with all those people. It's kind of like putting yourself out there in a different way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's like just really sit and think. Imagine if you were like, I'm actually going to give up on all of health, fitness, studies, etc., so I can fit in with this group of girls that are here right now for one year and start to go out and party for one year. Like, you would feel so shit because you're not doing anything that you enjoy. You don't like drinking, so why would you go and do it? Yeah. You're going to end up feeling so much worse rather than prioritizing all the right things. Like, you're on such a good track in order to just fit in with a group of people that you probably won't be friends with in two years time exactly do you know what I mean like really like you've got to keep doing you and you will find your people yeah definitely I couldn't agree more with Tori literally keep doing you it will come just like still put yourself out there now and then like it doesn't necessarily have to be with those types of people and just like don't stress like literally go with the flow it's not that serious right just keep doing you Mm because it sounds like you're in a real and it sounds like that that's what you enjoy as well like don't take the enjoyment out of it just because you want to impress or valid like impress other people basically Mm. all right next one next one my two best and only friends are going on exchange to europe for the first half of next year fun due to the structure of my degree i can't do exchange i'm thinking about deferring uni for six months either to live and work in the uk or solo travel before meeting up with them and traveling with them a part of me really wants to push myself outside of my comfort zone and have an incredible time experiencing a new country. But the other part of myself is pretty comfortable with my current situation and the path I'm going in life, e.g. graduating uni, getting a job. And I don't want to interrupt, just, just delay that path. I'm also a highly anxious person. I'm worried that I couldn't, that I might not be able to cope in a foreign country by myself, pushing myself so far out of my comfort zone. But then I also don't want to regret passing up an incredible experience. What advice do you have? Whore. I can relate to this. Go to UK. Yeah. (laughs) Because like Tori is a get it out, go travel, experience the world. I completely get that because I nearly didn't want to go to you to do the girls Europe trip just because I had like a few goals and I was like on my path to doing my journey and all those things. I thought it was going to, again, delay my process. I'm also an anxious Mm. traveling person. Don't want to do that. But... If I don't do that, I'm going to regret that decision for the rest of my life. I'm going to miss out on all Mm -hmm. the experiences I could have done with like my best friends and had the time of my life, what for like a few months, right? And I can still like continue my job. I can can still continue like competing, all those things growing, succeeding after this trip, right? It doesn't delay your whole, it doesn't stop, your life doesn't stop just because you go on this trip. Yeah. Mm. And like you forgot too that like you built 
your own business to be able to have this freedom. Yeah, exactly. Like that was the biggest thing around it. So, and it's like uni will always be there. You can always go back to uni and graduate and get that job. Yeah. Like forever, for yep. your whole entire life, that will always be there. But this opportunity right now to just take six months to get out your comfort zone, the amount that you will learn about yourself mm. on that trip will is like, you can't buy that. Yeah. Like you will not experience anything like it. And it's like, if you don't take it now, hands down, you'll regret it. And you can literally do that six months, then come back to uni and continue. Yeah, exactly. You'll regret it if you don't do it. So bottom line, go for that do it. trip. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to see pictures. Send us while you're having a margarita yeah, in Greece or something. <laughs> King. All right, next Love. up. Um, next one. I do long distance. It's been quite rough recently and I just wanted some advice. I fly out frequently, but I have such... I have been such a pain to him and want some inspiration as to how to show him how much I appreciate him. Oh, okay. That's kind of sweet. So Mm. obviously like they're just struggling with long distance and they really like, they do have a good relationship, but they're finding that long distance hard. So like how to kind of like keep that spark alive. I'm kind of getting the vibe. We, we've done an episode on long distance. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So definitely go back and listen to Mm -hmm. that as well, but just like quickly touching on it. I think it's like communication is huge. Yeah always having like the not end goal but like the next time you're going to see them in place like yeah. always it's like having a why it's like I know that I'm going to see him in three weeks yeah or two months like whatever it is always having that date yeah um and it's and then just sorry. yeah like open communication it's also like little things like making the time to be like okay I'm going to work now won't reply for a few hours like literally a message mm. like that may make his day you'll be like hey thinking about you at work xx hope you're having a good day like that just will, yeah. that shows your appreciation to them it doesn't take anything out of your day it's not like you have to be on facetime for an hour if you're busy it's literally like little messages like that throughout the day can make a huge difference so mm-hmm. yeah that's like a little spill for that one next up yes. i think this is i think we have two more and that's it so my last one yeah so i met a guy beginning of this year he started coming to my pilates classes we then caught up once or twice within a two-week period and he even took me to see my favorite dj bought tickets for us and the morning of the fest of the festival spontaneous after the two weeks he moved overseas as he's touring around europe slash america performing okay that's cool we still talk every day sending messages calling etc we get along so well and match each other's energy he's coming back home in two weeks for a wedding and then he's moving to europe for the rest of the year for the tour a year maybe longer I don't know what to do. He's a great guy, but I don't want to wait around for someone as you just never know what life will throw you. And I know that sounds selfish, but should I wait or cut, just cut my losses? When I think about the future, I'm not sure our values align as he's also seven years older than me and we want to settle down, And but I still want to travel after I finish my degree. Oh, is, that, mm. is there more to that? Oh, there's more. I also met a guy last weekend and we hit it off. He's so sweet, but I can't help about thinking about this other guy as we just have the same spontaneous spontaneity yep and funny vibes is the fact that i like this new guy assigned to move on after all i only have known the guys overseas for three months and he's been away for two of them she sounds a little confused and i get that yeah i think like the with the guy overseas i think like you know you've only known him for three months and he was there for and he's been away for two so you've only known him for like one month so it hasn't been long yet and it's like He's about to then move over Europe and I feel like are you willing to commit to that only knowing him for mm. one month like properly yeah. and like don't get me wrong Jackson and I spoke for two months before we met and we got to know each other on a really deep level just from that but 
it's like he's literally moving on the other side of the world mm. at the very beginning of let's say a relationship are you kind of willing to make that work but it's almost like if you guys are meant to be it'll be yeah and it's like maybe just not putting any pressure or expectations on it and just like seeing where it goes maybe yeah. still chatting and just seeing yeah. what happens and that's the thing like, and like same for the other guy yeah because it's like it sounds like you've already met another guy as well and i feel like maybe if you really mm. wanted to be this with this other one you would have had your walls up but because you're kind of like not sure and you're letting your walls down and letting other people in which is great as well so being able to kind of like have that door open so i think like tori said just like don't put much pressure on it all it's not like you have to get in a relationship right like still just talk to him now and then but also speak to other people step outside of your comfort zone like go on other dates um and don't block other people off just because of this one so i would Mm. say like don't necessarily have to cut your losses it's not like you have to break up with him you're just more so friends like with a bit of flirtation at this point and then still speak to like the other guy and see where that goes Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. love it all right last one last one and then i have my passport appointment oh yeah (laughs) in seven minutes okay let's go (laughs) um i just have a question for you both do you have any advice or tips for having confidence to start a social media page it's something i've been wanting to do for a while but i'm too insecure and don't feel pretty or good enough to have a public account i want to share health and fitness content because it's what i'm passionate about and i think it would be really fun but i'm scared to put myself out there because of what people will say about me any advice would be so helpful start it start it (laughs) yep and that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> because literally I started my page two years ago. Didn't think anything of it. Like I was like more scared to post on my uh, like my main account. And so my fitness one was just like, la-di-da. Like I'll just post whatever I want. It was a bit of fun. Then suddenly mm. exploded, became passion, changed my whole career, became like, it's my whole purpose now, right? So you don't know what could come from it. And just the fact that you said you don't feel pretty enough or good enough to start a, like a social media page that's what i want you to concentrate on the most like there is no yeah, that's like the no problem. no no you don't have to be a certain level of anything and i'm sure you are most incredibly beautiful and just start like it doesn't necessarily mean you have to post your face at the start if you don't feel comfortable doing that just post your workouts just post food whatever you feel good doing and then it can escalate mm-hmm. from there as your confidence builds with it yeah literally just like it's just about starting and it's like if you're currently on private the first step is going to public yeah then from there it's posting like if you're posting once a week two to three times a week yeah and starting to just share a little bit more on your stories and it doesn't have to be like this perfect amazing content and if you're gonna wait until it's perfect you're gonna be waiting forever yeah so you may as well just be like this is what i had for breakfast now i'm going for yeah. a beach walk like it is so easy my to first, show up yeah once you do it my first reel was how to make eggs on toast Right? So it's not like everyone knows how to make eggs on toast, but that was like fun for me, creating little things. I also had my account on private first off and then I went to public. Mm. So you don't necessarily have to be like this whole incredible, get a camera straight up, be posting every single day. Literally take it like day by day, exactly like Tori said. So just take the pressure off yourself there and do it for you and for a bit of fun. Yeah. And you can only focus on what you can control. Like you can't, like you can't control other people's thoughts. So why are you focusing on that? Like no matter who posts what, no matter if it's Beyonce, yeah. me, Lily, buddy, the queen, like, oh, that's probably queen. not right. <laughs> uh, backtrack. Uh, let's say Chris Brown, yeah. like whoever, there's always going to be someone that has not something negative to say. Exactly. Like you can't control that. So why not just focus on what you can control and just do the best of your ability with what's in your control? Exactly. I like it. 
Bam. Period. That's the end of the episode. That was a long one today. Wow. Those episodes always go forever and we always have more to talk about. So it's crazy. But, oh, we have a quote of the week. And I'm just, yeah, I'm going to go through my Instagram and I'm going to pick a random one. Okay. And go. Deep down, you know exactly what you're capable of. There's even moments when you get a glimpse of all the potential that you have. You can get there. You just have to be willing to sacrifice the have. Oh, I butchered it. You have to be willing to sac. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> She's starting again. And the quote of Final the week again. is. Deep down, you know exactly what you're capable of. There's even moments when you get a glimpse of all the potential that you have. You can get there. You just have to be willing to sacrifice the habits, things, and situations that are standing in the way of your success. That actually related to that last one. Wow. Mm, that was actually really Love good. Love it. I'm good at Don't points. forget to screenshot and send that to me. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Tori and I also have fun little things coming out soon. So make sure you keep an eye out yes. for that. We're excited to go a little bit more all in on this podcast. So hope you enjoy. But other than that, have the most best week. Enjoy. Do you. And that's it. Do the best that you can. And we'll be speaking to you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.